Mango Mustache Media L.A.S. The L.A.S. Podcast Network is the premier independent community development platform working with local creators to produce podcasts and content by the community for the community. To learn more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. You're listening to One Word Stories, brought to you by... Okay. Ready? Yeah. Hey, I'm Sarah Van Cleve, a biracial single mom adoptee raised by an all-white family. And I'm Caleb Scales, a proud gay man, restaurant savant, who will make the best flipping margarita you've ever had. And this is Othered, a podcast for those who feel different. Each episode, we'll be having conversations about racism, homophobia, holistic health, drinking, sex, drugs, yoga, 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 yoga. Yogurt. <laughs> this podcast comes out every Thursday for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you get your podcasts. If you want bonus episodes, ad-free listening, discounts at our live events, and exclusive access to merch, then subscribe to LAS Plus. Go to LASpodcastnetwork.com slash plus to get started. I'm so excited that I get to do this with you, Sarah. I'm so excited that I get to do this with you, Kayla. Oh my God, I love that for us. I feel like I'm trying too hard now. You are, but I like it. Uh, ooh. Ooh. Caleb. Spicy. <laughs> Spicy. L-A-S. Hey ho, hi there my friends, welcome on in to One Word Stories, I'm your host Alex Schulte and this is the show where we take one word and let it inspire the stories we tell, the stories that made us. Today I've got a really fantastic guest, a person who I've looked up to my entire life and I'm going to bring him in here in just a second, but before I do that, I gotta make you wait. I gotta put some anticipation in your bellies, okay? It is Thanksgiving season and I am all about filling your bellies with something, whether it's turkey or anticipation. I would love for you, if you do like this show, to please feel free to go to Apple Reviews, Apple Podcasts. Give me a good review. Give me five stars, okay? Tell, me, tell, tell the people why you like the show. If you want to be even a further super supporter on top of that, Naomi from The Ruckus with Naomi. Uh, uh, from The Ruckus with Naomi. She calls them super supporters. I love that. If you want to be a super supporter, then go to laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus to subscribe to LAS plus you'll be supporting local $10 a month you get bonus episodes you get ad free episodes um, exclusive content discounts at our LAS live shows access to exclusive merch and a lot more we're always adding value to that thing so go over there and also that um, that song that's stuck in your head it will no longer be stuck in your head if you subscribe to LAS plus I hear it's a magical cure cure all for everything so Welcome to the show. Today we're uh, I cannot believe who I'm who I'm joined with. I've been trying to get him into the studio for a while. Um, but I haven't told him that until I texted him the day of the interview and he was like, I can't meet today, but I can do it tomorrow. He's from one of the longest running 
morning shows in the history of our state of Iowa, the highest performing radio show in the last 30 years in Iowa. He's going, eh, but that's a fact and you know it. And his name is a household name here at Cedar Rapids. My guest today is none other than Rick Swan. Wow. Yes. I was told there'd be turkey. I lied. Man. I'm sorry, Rick. Hi, Alex. Hi. How are you? I'm so good. So glad to be sharing a studio with you. Thank you for having me in here. You're welcome anytime. That was quite the buildup. I hope you're not disappointed once we're done with this. You could literally just, just... Pass out right now and not say another word, and I, I would might. and I would still not be disappointed <laughs> because you're you. Yeah, well, you're, you're Rick freaking Swan. Well, and you're Alex uh, freaking Schulte. We share the middle name. That's true. Yeah, I, my my parents named my middle name after yours. Right, freaking, <laughs> which was a weird choice. I've known you since you were boy. You were yes. tiny. Yeah, you were tiny. Yeah, you're like you're family to me. You're you're mm-hmm. an uncle. Essentially, true you know, we're not That's blood true. related, but you are, you are truly, uh, I think of you as an uncle. That's true. You know, yeah, we, we, we share holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been around my whole life. Yeah. Uh, uh we played baseball when you were little. Remember we that? did. We Remember played, that? No, but you brought lived, this up. I lived at your house there for a while. <laughs> what? <laughs> there's a lot. Oh, of, that's right. That's right. There's a lot of stories with that. I was buying a home. And so your dad said, uh, I, I needed a place to go. And he said, just move in with us for a few weeks. Which is the while best they idea. Were, while they were closing on my house. Yeah. You were very little. And one day I took you outside and we were just throwing baseballs back and forth. And you picked up a bat. And I was underhanding you the a ball. A baseball bat for, yeah. for yeah. those. Not a regular bat. Not a regular bat. So I was underhanding you soft tosses, they call that, for a while when you were hitting everything. Then I was throwing overhand. <laughs> then I was putting some heat on it, and he was hitting everything right back up the middle. So either you're a great hitter, or I'm a horrible pitcher. Uh, you know, is the story. Well, <laughs> I think it's probably a little bit of both. Yeah. No, so. it, actually, it's probably more more the uh, the right. latter. Uh, there's no way I was a great hitter. <laughs> I thought you were. I played I played baseball for um, like a, a little league team when I was in sixth grade. Yeah. Just because my friends were on it, and the coach went up to my dad after one of the games and was like, "Hey." What would you think about moving Alex down a grade to play baseball with the younger oh, kids, man. so he could develop more and he'll get more play time? And I just wept and cried and cried and cried because I just wanted to play with my friends. Well, sure. I didn't yeah. want to. I not want to play baseball. That's what it's all about at that point. Right. Right. My 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 competitive spirit went as far as seeing who could spit the farthest while sitting in the dugout. Literally. Fun game. Really fun game. Yeah. Yep. It, it actually was a fun game. Get right. some get some sunflower seeds just in your mouth so you can spit the seed the farthest. That's maybe I should have been a pitcher on your team. Maybe you should have. Who been. knows? We were <laughs> we were a winless team. <laughs> wow. So I don't know if you could have could have helped or not. Could have helped or not, but you 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 hit me a lot that day. Let's put it that way. Uh, with baseballs or like my fists, I attacked you. Either, yeah, <laughs> yeah. both. Yeah. So anyway, that's um, how that's how far we go back. We go back. We go way back. Yes. Yeah. Um. And and for those that don't know, yeah. So Rick and my dad used were were radio co-host partners forever forever 27 20 cup 23 to 22 or three or four years that was 30 long time still (laughs) though it's insane it's a long time i mean i remember when you guys started i remember the 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 hosts that my dad had before the co-host my dad had before you from uh um tom nankaville to gail I don't remember her last name. Yeah, Gail and who else? Scotty. 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 Scotty was another yeah. show, but then it it didn't it it never really stuck until Schulte and Swan, right? On Z one two point nine. 
Yeah, we just hit it off right off the bat. And, um, you know, it was kind of like brothers from different mothers. Yep. You know? Yep. And just had a blast. Had a great time. <clears throat> it's funny you say that because, so, producing our show right now is my former co-host from the night show on Z102.9 is Jackson Parker. Oh, hey there. Hi, Rick. Jackson. Hey. Hi. And the two of us were always just trying to emulate what you guys were doing, essentially. We were like, we would look back at your shows and... You know what? Okay, okay. I'm getting too far ahead of myself. We need Al Betker's help to introduce the conversation. Oh, all right. Today's word is... Radio. Okay. Yes. So we're already in there, but there, thank you, Al. What, what else? Yeah, right. We were already in, but we needed Al Betker's help. No, I got gotcha. you. So, so, radio... We both have experience in radio. You a bit more than I do. <laughs> we, mm. I had, I had a couple years of radio experience. You were born before. into radio, though. I, I mean, I loved it. I loved being around it. It was, yep. it was really fun. I always felt like a rock star when I was hanging out with you guys. Right. Um, but, but yeah. So you and my dad had such a great radio show for such a long time, and Jackson and I really tried to emulate our. Yeah, you did. Night you guys show. sounded great. Thank you. We, Thank you. We were really trying to do what you guys did. You know, like we, we would literally go back and listen. We would go back into the computer and listen to old Schulte and Swan morning show uh, clips mm -hmm. and be like, what could we do here? What's what's working? You know, how can we make our show better? Yeah. So but it couldn't have been good from day one. Right. You know, what do you it, mean? Like it had. Did it get there eventually? Uh, boy, <laughs> we literally hung out together. Almost constantly that first, I would say, year. I mean, whether it would be going for just a drive and go eat some ice cream someplace or sit down and play chess for hours or whatever it was. I love both those things. We literally, whatever, whatever it was, we just stayed together doing stuff, living life uh, and getting to know each other pretty well. You guys really connected on food. Food. Food was good. Food was good to us. Food, food has always been good to us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but that's kind I, of how I should it have started. brought food in today. I'm sorry I didn't bring in food today. That's that would have been a great freaking centerpiece for us to have on Thanksgiving week. Always remember that when I'm coming in. I will. I will 100%. Yeah, I food. almost brought it. I was like, you know what? I've got this tub of pulled pork and I've got a couple buns left. I like all those words. Yeah. Yeah. All I, those words I, are great. I figured that would make you happy. I was like, I got half tub a gallon of, of pork, milk. buns. <laughs> love it. It's all good. I was about to bring it in on paper plates and just be like, he's going to love it. Plates? You don't need plates. Who needs plates, especially for pulled pork? It's yeah. sloppy joe. It's supposed to be sloppy. Man. But so, yeah, I, I want to, sorry. If you anyway, were going to go well, to. When we first started out, we would do a thing that we just, uh, you hear this in football all the time where people script the first 15 plays. Oh, yes. Of a game. Yep. You know, and they work on those. I'm sorry. My, oh, yes, was knowing where you're going with this. And, yeah. and hearing, I've heard this before, and yeah. I'm excited to hear it again. We would literally do that when we first started out, very free, back in 95. <laughs> wow. We would script the first hour or so and just, we would write comedy bits and we would, whether it be a song, like your dad did a lot of parody songs. Mm -hmm. uh, rolling, rolling, rolling. Right. My trash can is rolling. <laughs> We'd, rolling down the speedway trash can. Pretty good. Yeah, that was one of them. I, I, I loved those songs as yeah. a kid. Yeah. Uh, funny commercials, whatever it might be, uh, any games we were playing, we would just script out how we were going to get in and out of things. And then from that, it just built into, oops, sorry. We just <laughs> built, <laughs> built that into, it just became second nature. Mm. And so. So were you planning out the first, how, how, when did you guys 
were you always planning out the first hour of your show, first 15? We just wanted to make sure we knew where we were going from the start of the day. Even and till then, the end? Not till the end. Okay. But, you know, just to get a good head start, good run into the day. Got it. And, uh, and by the this end, was I at, mean, This was at the beginning. Oh, you mean by the I, end of the, the 22 of, years? At the of the 22 years. Were you still doing that at the beginning of your shows? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, that stopped after six months a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> Well, at that like, <laughs> we tried. So we, we got together. We, that's it's so funny because ja I'm looking at Jackson here. I'm just like, that's ex I get it. We tried so hard to schedule stuff out, and then after about six months, you're like, I got it. I know I can do this with my eyes closed. Eventually, you do, and uh, you know, eventually, you have to go with what the day presents. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, you can have all the plans in the world, but if something is breaking news or something happening in the community. You just have to throw that out the window at the drop of a hat and go with that. You know, that's um, you covered the biggest story ever in our possibly in our entire lives. Well, and you that talk was about nine eleven. Talking about nine eleven, that was a crazy day. I remember you oh, and Dad man. stayed on all day long because yeah. your show was over at nine a.m. We like, were on those. I think we left about five thirty or six in the evening. Man, what's that day like as a as the that day host? was. Not just us. It was everybody in the building that day um, coming together because news was happening at the moment, you know. And so everybody just came together to funnel in guests for us that day. And so we were trying to get uh, police and fire and someone to talk. Um, sure. You know, Red Cross and things like that. And with, at that day, you were grappling with what the news was. And... We, we didn't know exactly at first, you know, what was going on. But you kind of piece it together as the whole world's finding out what's going on. So that was that was a long day, but it was it was a tough day for everybody. And you'll never for forget it, right? Like, I, I, remember, I remember tuning in and listening all day that day. Yeah. It was wild. I mean, th I think they sent us home early that day. I'm sure. Uh, we were watching it on the TV. I yeah. Mean, that's, it's a day I'll never forget. I was in fifth grade. When that yeah. happened, I was ten years old, and all st terrible sticks day. out. It was terrible, and I still actually I still feel guilt because this is a I'm gonna this is dumb, but I remember walking upstairs as a fifth grader up to my mom's bedroom to get my clothes because that's where they were then. I guess they were always dirty and or just been cleaned in a hamper, and I walked upstairs and I saw the TV and there was a building on fire, one of the twin towers, and I went, "Oh, awesome!" Mm. And because I had no idea what was happening, I just thought a building was being destroyed or something. Maybe it was a movie. My mom goes, "Not awesome." Right. And I went, "Oh, not awesome." And then it kind of settled in. I was like, "What just happened?" And they, yeah, they. She started telling me about everything. And well, that'd be hard. I mean, it's hard enough for adults. You were a child, so. Man, I oh, man, I, I can't imagine how hard it was for adults because adults have a full idea of what's actually going on. Mm -hmm. A kid, I was just like, okay, so a plane hit a building and. Um, I mean, I didn't really know much about what was going on, and yeah. I wasn't really freaked out. I just remember thinking, you know, I, I hated Osama bin Laden and and Al Qaeda, and you know, I, I bought into all that. I, I'm not mm. saying I bought into all of it like it was fake, but um, so it's, it's a weird, it's a weird situation. Mm. But it's just my my main question though, or my main curiosity with you is like, what's it like to take all that info in as it's happening and then regurgitate it back to Cedar Rapids? Well, that's an instance where, and this happened several times uh, when I was working with your dad, where you it's good to have a partner and a teammate that you can you can play off of each other with, you know. 
Uh, everybody's going to be good at something else. And we were fortunate enough. We were fortunate enough for the years that we worked together to have others working with us that filled those roles perfectly too. Oh yeah. You know, we had Johnny Waver. We had Johnny Waver. <laughs> we had Waterboy. We had Waterboy. Yeah. Um, uh, Claire was the the producer we had there at the end. Yeah, Claire Duffy, amazing. But everyone who filled in that that role uh, provided something for us. You know, whether it be that day or or the flood was another big time. Uh, the right. flood, the flood here in in Cedar Rapids, two thousand eight. Um, but it, it was good when something like that happens, good or bad. It was we were fortunate to have a team that could come together and present the day in the best way we possibly could. Well, but you guys always had a knack for for playing to the strengths of others around you too. You would bring other you would see their strengths. Uh, an, another really great example of someone whose strengths you saw and utilized to a T is John Weeble, just John. Just John. Just yeah. John is an introverted um hilariously funny quirky guy. Right. And you guys and and the most fun one of the most fun bits you guys ever did on the morning show in the last 10 years was Just John reports. Yeah. Where you would send Just John out, yes. this introverted guy to be out of his comfort zone and go talk to strangers on the street. So how do you feel about carrots? And then we would get these in freaking, well, you know. John is very like, funny. What? What are you talking about? John is a very about? funny guy. Like, uh, do you, don't you feel like you just got to chew him for too long? <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of do feel like that about carrots. Just right. John. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> but if you guys. And you guys caught you guys nicknamed him and everything. He comes onto the show is he's John. You're like, what's your what? It's John. Anything else? He goes, no, it's just John. Just John. You're like, oh, you're just John. Well, that was part of the fun too. Every year we would get interns and we got to name them. Right. So, I never got an I never got an intern name. I was I was so bummed. I came on as a as a street teamer, a part timer. The person who set yeah, up the tents. Yeah, but you were you were events, your dad's little gold medal, medal gold, gold medalist. That, that was, was kind of your. Your right. uh, your name. That was my my shtick. little gold medalist. So so uh, to bring everybody up to speed on this one, when the Olympics happened in pick, oh pick eight, one of them. Oh, eight? Beijing sure. or something. You know, yeah. I don't remember. Anyway, uh, we we brought they <laughs> my dad and Rick brought me onto the show to compete in the Schulte Scott Scouts Olympics. Right, and it was completely right. rigged right. for me to win because of nepotism. Right. <laughs> my and little so, gold medalist. So it was like me against Waterboy, <laughs> and Waterboy, yeah. whose whole character on that show was to be miserable the whole time. Yeah, was uh, was just miserable again because of nepotism. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good bit. It's a really good That's bit. And funny. you got and like, how do you come up with good bits though like that? That was year eighteen right. of, of the of the twenty two. You know, like. What is how? a lot of that stuff? A lot of that how do you stuff. Stay consistent. Well, a lot of that stuff over the years was, hey, let's give this a try, and we <laughs> we struck out multiple times. Yeah. Uh, but eventually, you're going to get a hit. Um, right, you got to swing. Right, something will trigger that. Uh, sometimes it's um, well, we did we did spinoffs of The Bachelor. Oh, I love The Bachelor. And we did. <laughs> I remember it was Johnny Waver, and we called him the unmarried guy. <laughs> so funny yeah. <laughs> that's so stupid so we did that with him we did um like maybe there's a reason that dumb and dumber is my favorite movie because i watched <laughs> you guys right. growing up 
Thank you very much. You're welcome. I mean, and I mean that in the best way I possible. Know. And it's true. You know, dumb and dumber. You guys are. You guys were very. That was that was the shtick. Was you were dumb and dumber. Yeah, two and dummies. We would, you know, we did we did spinoffs of uh, American Idol. You know, right. I forget what. But that's see. But things like that, you just take your your. Also, those things were at the time. Some of the things that people were talking about, big big moments that you uh-huh. just kind of glom onto. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, and that was the. That, I think that was the the real trick between that you guys had. Was that you could do that dumb and dumber shtick stuff, but then you could cover 9/11 and the flood. A lot of it though wasn't uh, we weren't uh, we were dumb and dumber. You were. <laughs> but yes, when, in when, no particular order. When something big is happening in your community, you're supposed to do that. You're supposed to to be there. Uh, the flood or whatever, uh, you go out and you help people. You know, however you can. And in our case, we got to raise money some ways to help. Uh, there was a tornado that we we helped out too. Oh, really? Tornado in a, in an area where we collected money for that. Um, and sometimes that's all you can do, mm-hmm. you know. But you you have to do that when you're in a, in a community like that. You mm-hmm. want to help out, if you've so got you a step soapbox. step up the best way you can. Yep, yep. And that's really powerful. And I hope you know I, more people keep doing that. It seems like more and more people are doing that. The more <clears> that this kind of stuff. Yeah, I think you know we, we're blessed here with. Uh, we got good people. Good media that do good things. We do have good media that do good things. Yeah. Right. And Cedar Opinions are are typically good people. You know? Yeah. I mean, we, we always had good turnouts, good donations, whatever yep. it might be, uh, throughout the years. It's one of the reasons I love this town. And They could use their turning signals more here in Cedar Rapids. Guilty. Uh, guilty of are that. Are you one of those? Sometimes. Oh, man. You know, sorry, man. Maybe we can't start this show. No. Then we're going to start together. Oh, shoot. Oh, look what I just dropped. Ah, uh, yeah. Go ahead. So at some point, you and I are going to start a podcast together. We are. This is kind of the first uh, toe in the water. Right. You know? It's going to be called A Schulte and Swan Podcast, because I'm not the Schulte. I'm, uh, I'm trying are, to be the Schulte now. You are A Schulte. But I am a, I'm Alex Schulte. Yeah. So it's, You are A Schulte. You know, we haven't quite come up with the name yet, but that's, that's tentative yeah. um, right now. But at some point... Rick and I will be more consistently on the ra- on, on the radio on the, on, uh, the podcast together. That's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that. I'm so excited for that project. I'm so excited, and and I've and I've put it off for too long now because we've been so freaking busy. Busy's good. Busy's good. You know, and this company, this whole LAS thing, is going really well. Right. But um, I really want to get started on the Schulte and Swan project. Yeah, me too. You know, I can't wait. Um, but there will be food. There will be food. Awesome. There will be good news, and there will be even gooder news. Yeah, we, well, it's going to be a happy, a happy, fun podcast. I think that this area is, uh, could could use. Well, it's one thing I was thinking about over this last now twenty months. Mm-hmm. It's a long time. Yeah, <laughs> I know that that the world changed. It's a lifetime ago. You know, feels like yeah. I mean, then there's uh, we've all been affected by everything that's happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, some more than others. Um, in this week of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You know, it, yeah. So we're recording this on Monday before Thanksgiving. This will come out uh, a bit after that, actually. But we're recording this on the week of Thanksgiving. Okay, I didn't know how this all worked. Don't worry. I'm just. I'm not even saying that for you. I'm only saying that for the listener. Okay. I, I know I was looking at you, but I was. Gotcha. I'm trying to like speak through the microphone. No, that's fine. To you, dear listener, just so you're not super confused <laughs> when this comes out in f- three weeks after Thanksgiving and it makes no sense. Okay, we were recording this on the week of Thanksgiving. Yes, yes. Uh, but it, I, I thought it'd be a good time to just say over this past, one thing I've learned over this past 
20 months of <laughs> that we're all plowing ourselves through is to be try to be think find things to be thankful for yeah i love you know? that and and i have I've, I've found a lot of good things to be thankful for despite everything because right. you know that's the way that's the way i want to be and it's good for you it is you know it's makes what, us last longer <laughs> whether that's you know the breath i just took mm -hmm. oh i celebrate wow. that you know that's fantastic you know whatever it might be but uh, try to find a way We've all gotten we've all gotten too good at finding the the negative stuff. Well, it's right there in front of us. Yeah. It's not it's not <laughs> so hard to now, find. So now now it's digging for things to be thankful for. You mm -hmm. know, whatever that might be, I try to do that and keep that in mind. All right. Well, we got to go to break, but before we do that, Jackson. Yes. You and I need to play a game. All right, let's game it. You know what game this is? I think so. It's called True Love and Two Lies, sponsored by Ginsburg Jewelers. True love and two lies. That was beautiful. <laughs> Marriage is what brings us together today. Um, Jackson. Yeah. You and I both are very fond of Ginsburg Jewelers. Yes, I am. For multiple reasons, right? Not only are they amazing. Yes. You're related to them. Yes. <laughs> I'm not, but I love them like I am related to them. Steve Ginsburg and the whole team is incredible. They're over on the corner of First Avenue and Collins Road, right across the street from Best Buy, um, in that same parking lot as Poncheros. You gotta check them out. If you're looking to get engaged soon, if you're looking to just buy some swag for yourself. Or for me. Or if you wanna buy swag for me. Love it for Jackson. Um, go, to, go check out Ginsburg Jewelers. Also, if you mentioned that you heard about them through the LAS Podcast Network, through One Word Stories, you're gonna get 10% off your next order. So what? Ten percent. That's pretty good. I didn't so, know that. Let's say you buy a hundred thousand dollar. Do they sell hundred thousand? They definitely do not. Well, they if, have nothing that expensive. If they did, you would save ten thousand dollars. That's very good. That's math. That is. If you bought something for ten dollars, you'd save a dollar. I mean, hell, even if you bought something for a thousand, you're saving a hundred. That's a lot. Of, actually, that is a lot of. Money. That's a huge amount of money. That's a big. That's a big chunk of change. So go tell them what we sent you. Get that discount. Tell your significant other that you love them um, through through the the telling of stories through jewelry. Hey, Ginsburg Jewelers. That's yeah. their thing. What's your story? Hey, exactly. And that's that's what we do here. We're one word stories. Look at that, full circle, just like that ring that you're gonna give your significant other when you propose. Okay, so in this game, we I'm gonna give you three engagement stories. Okay. One of them is real. Okay. Two of them, I literally just made up. Just before we are doing this, like, just now in your brain, I I really much yeah. I mean, I wrote them down, but they were, they're from my brain. Okay. So there's one thing I'm gonna give you a heads up on on this segment is I need you to pay attention to the dates. Okay. Because they might be important. Oh. But they also might not be at all. <laughs> I hope one is just like 1683. I'm like, oh okay. Yeah. But, that was that's the real right. one. Well, considering that we reveal the winner by playing the audio of it, it could. Maybe it's 1683. <laughs> you know, you don't know what we're capable here of at the LAS Podcast Network. You got that time machine, baby. Okay, so without any further ado, story number one. It was August 6th, 1986. I was at my parents' house and my boyfriend left work early and showed up at their door in a suit and tie. 
He wanted to take me for a ride. We went to Palisades, where we parked and walked up to this beautiful scenic spot. He turned around, got down on one knee, and said, quote, You would make me the happiest man in the world if you would be my wife. I said yes, and we are still married to this day. That's story okay. number one. All right. Okay. 1984. Six. That's the one you said. Yep. 86. All right. <laughs> August 6, 1986. Story number two. Ooh. It was August 7th. 1986. Oh, so you're just the worst person. Okay, continue. <laughs> My boyfriend and I had been dating for three years at this point and had the conversation about marriage multiple times, so I knew the proposal was coming. I just didn't know when. One Sunday, we were at a friend's house who lives out in Robbins and has a pool in their backyard. In the summer, my extended family would all bring their kids over to swim, we'd watch a movie on the projector outside, and then shoot off fireworks in the backyard. Have I set the scene? So, it was another one of those beautiful summer nights, and as the fireworks were going off, he turns to me, gets down on a knee, and says, Marry me? Of course, I said yes. That's story number two. Also in 1986. Uh, One day after the last one. Yeah, okay. All right. So, I don't know if you're going to be able to guess which day this third one happened on, but story number three. (laughs) It was August 8th, 1986. I was 25, and my boyfriend was 28. Neither of us had been to Disney World before, so we finally planned a trip. Getting on the plane, I knew he was going to propose. I figured it would be happening out in front of the castle like so many have done before, which I honestly wasn't mad about. So we got to the entrance, and we asked this couple to take a picture of us, and I'm thinking, this is it. But he doesn't propose. There were so many moments on this trip where I knew he was going to propose, and he just wouldn't. So we get back to our hotel on the last night, and there I'm literally thinking, why hasn't he proposed? We are winding down at the hotel lobby bar, and he asks if I want to go for a walk before bed. We found this beautiful beach, just a block down from the hotel. We sat down in the sand, talked for a while, and just when we were leaving, he's behind me and he says, Hey! I turn around to see him on his knee, and I scream, Finally! And we've been together ever since. Okay. Which one's the real one, Jackson? So, here's my here's my thought process, right? 1986, nobody lived in Robbins in 1986. True. Nah, nah, so it can't good, be number good, two. Good logic. That city wasn't founded until 2005. And number three, there's no beautiful beaches in Florida. <laughs> Come on. Maybe, in, okay, it was 1986. Maybe they were nicer Orlando. in 1986. Like I'm, I'm going number one. Miami I'm going, Vice. I'm going number one. Number one? We're going with number one. Well, let's find out. It was August 6th, 1986. I was right! I was at my parents' house, and Dan showed up at their door in his shirt and tie. He had left work in the middle of the day and came and wanted to take me for a ride. So I got in the car with him. He wouldn't tell me what was going on. Drove me to Palisades Park, walked up to a beautiful scenic spot, turned around, dropped down on one knee and said, you would make me the happiest man in the world if you would marry me. And I said, yes. Yeah, that is my Aunt Katie. Aw, my Aunt Aunt Katie. Katie. So Aunt Katie and Uncle Dan, she's my favorite aunt named Katie. Oh, that's that's high praise. really thinking in my head, I was like, do I have any other aunts named Katie? 
No, no, I don't. Okay, cool. Yeah, she's my favorite aunt named Katie. She is one of my favorite people in the whole world. Katie, thank you so much for that audio. I love you and Dan and Emma uh, so much. Emma's my cousin. Oh, okay. So. Wait, I knew that. I know them. Yeah, you've met them. <laughs> you've been to many a Schulte Christmas. This is so true. So you definitely know Katie, Dan, and, and Emma. Um, so that is true love <laughs> and two lies. Sponsored by Ginsberg Jewelers. Uh, Ginsberg Jewelers. It's the best jewelry store on this side of the Mississippi River. Honestly, you're not going to find better service anywhere in the world. Jackson, you got your engagement. I would agree. I did get my engagement pendant there. And they will. They helped Logan with his ring, too, when Marnie slammed her finger in a door. Sure Ow. did. You know, like, they're always showing up. They speak. And, and where we got it from. Oh, you did get it from there, too. Of course. And then they repaired it. See? Look at that. They... Nobody's going to go above and beyond quite like Ginsburg Jewelers, and that is a fact. Thank you to Steve. Thank you to Ginsburg Jewelers for sponsoring True Love and Two Lives here, t- lies, here on One Word Stories. Make sure you tell them that we sent you so you get that 10% discount over on the corner of Collins Road and First Avenue in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Shall we go to break? Yeah. All right. We'll back, get back to Rick Swan here in just a moment. You're listening to One Word Stories, brought to you by... In the deep, dark depths, in a podcast studio located in the heart of Cedar Rapids, there were two nerds sitting in a room, sweating profusely, talking about video games. And they were... Me, Craig Johnson. And me, Jackson Parker. And we are so excited to welcome you to our brand new video game podcast, Gaming Through the Generations. Locally produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network, every other Thursday we'll take one game and deep dive into the past, present, and future of that IP. We'll also play fun mini games on the show and fight to the death for our very lives. What now? And fight to the death for our very lives. Fight, fight like the, the death, 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 death? Like a, like a real, like a very real. That was actually that was Logan's one stipulation. It had to be real, visceral, physical death. Huh. Gaming through the generations. New episodes every other Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you find your podcasts. To support our show and creators just like us, subscribe to LAS Plus. And for more information on that, visit laspodcastnetwork.com/slash/plus. Is that it? That's it. I'm getting a nod. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Should we go play Smash? I want to go play Smash. Yeah, yeah Smash? let's go play Smash. Let's go play some Smash. <laughs> Welcome on back to One Word Stories. I'm your host, Alex Schulte. I am joined Schulte. by Rick Swan. Alex Schulte. Rick Swan. You got way cooler voice than I do. Rick Swan. <laughs> I haven't been able to talk like this for a while. <laughs> what happened? Oh, because so the, the... Part of me while I do it. Please. It's not often that you're, you've got headphones plugged in directly to your mouth. Right. You know? <laughs> we get to sound. Yeah. Uh, There's miss, something about these microphones. I miss that. that. 
Do you? Yeah. Well, let's get you doing that more often again. I'm ready. So a reminder that um, Rick and I will be joining together, joining forces at some point here very soon for a Schulte and Swan experience. I don't sure. know. I don't that's know the a, name. We don't know exactly what it's going to be called, but that's good enough. That's kind of a cool name, a Schulte and Swan experience. I kind of like it. It is a. It's, it's an experience. Yeah, it will be a experience. <laughs> it will that's be a experience. And you are a Schulte. And I'm a Schulte. And you're a swan. Yeah, yeah. Or our swan. Um, our, you're I, our I, I swan. Are, I are swan. I are swan. <laughs> you can expect more hilarity <laughs> like this. Boy, so, that'll 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 get him tuning in. Right, right. I promise it's worth it. Um, so before the break, we were talking about things to be thankful for. Yep. And um, I would love to dive into where you're at right now, how you're doing right now. Where's where is Rick Swan at in 2021? Yeah. Let's see. Well, mentally in a pretty good spot. Great. You know, physically, it's been uh, it's been a rough road here. Yeah. For the last uh, the last year really. Uh, Battling some cancer. Yep. And thankful that uh, that so far so good with treatments. Yeah. Uh, of course, it's everything that that goes along with that. I mean, you do have yeah. some side effects. You do have some things to deal with. Uh, but all that said, things are going pretty well. You look really good. Thank you very much. I feel I feel good. Yeah. You know, uh, and I found out over this this past uh, year really when when things started to happen. Friends, family stepped up that, you know, didn't have to. Yep. And and jumped in there and helped me in so many ways. I'm just, that kind of triggered the thankfulness, <laughs> you know. Nothing more powerful than a person who shows up. They do. And, and I, you know, I'll, I'll do the names later on when we're together. I'm going to give them. Um, okay, we're going to do a spot on our show. Yeah. The big, the big thank the big, or something. Like a the thank See, you. We're going to thank people. Our show is still in workshop phase yeah, right now. We don't yeah. know what the segments are ex- exactly, but we do have some great ideas about how to spread the positivity. Right now, I'd forget a name. I don't want to do that. But uh, I've had people that stepped up to help me through in so many ways uh, to get to this point where I do feel pretty good yeah. right now. Um, because of all of that, my faith got stronger. You sure. Know? Um, and I'm, I'm a pretty happy guy, Yeah. all things considered. Uh, the world changed a lot, so everybody's going through something. And I try to keep that in mind. Everybody you meet is going through something because, <laughs> because of, of the way the world changed. Yeah. So uh, I keep that in mind. Others are going through a lot worse. You yeah. Know? So yeah, I'm thankful for every little thing I can think of. You're counting your blessings for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Is there, we should, I feel like we should be thankful for someone right now. Let's, I'm let's thankful pick, for you having something. me in here today. <laughs> I'm thankful for you saying yes. I mean, I got that text. Yesterday, and I could not make it, and it, it kind of made me mad yesterday. Oh, but I was like, "Look, I'm so if sorry." If you can I do this you. tomorrow, I am, I'll, I'm there. Of course, of course, I'm going to be always flexible to, to like your schedule and everything because I want to make this work. Well, that was an and, exciting moment of that day, and it's it's now a part of this day. Well, you're you're a name that gets thrown around here at LAS quite a bit. You know, yeah. you're you're Rick freaking Swan after all. And there is cursing on this podcast if you'd like, but I'm, I'm just choosing not to. You know what? For all those years, I never cursed. I tried not to curse ever on the radio around, around a microphone. Yeah, because that will come back to haunt you. It will. Yes, people, especially on the radio. Right. So in in that room, I tried to really never. Something really had to be going bad. God, I said for some a bad word to terrible out. words in that radio studio when the mic was off. Oh boy, I shouldn't have because I could have. I could have accidentally been on. Oh, uh, a lot of stories about that. 
Yeah. People losing their jobs because of just bad up. bad things happening when you start talking into a mic mm -hmm. that you think is not hot. Yep. Right. So yep. I don't think I could curse in this room. Well, I won't ask you to. Good. Don't don't worry about it today. I might be thinking it. Well, I, well I'm thankful for uh, your self-restraint, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. That was uh, learned. Yeah. Okay, so so um health aside, yeah. mental health aside, let's take a step back. Yeah. So, um where were you after Schulte and Swan? I mean, I know. Oh, uh but for a couple of years there, I was just down the hall. Yeah. <laughs> Around the corner and down the hall. It's uh, Smart FM. Smart FM. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great station. We had you, a lot of fun. There. You and Just John. We had fun there. Yeah. We're the, we're the two-headed dragon of that radio station. Yeah. And Did that for a couple of years. To be honest, when I wasn't at Z, I wasn't listening to Z. I was listening to the Smart FM. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great... Because you uh, and John, you're like the master of designing the playlist for the radio. I just kind of picked up on what was already being done well, and just kind of massaged it, you know, at the time. Uh, so um, is, that, is that the trick? You just you just copy-paste? Is that it? <laughs> it wasn't exactly copy-paste, <laughs> but it, it became a, uh, a, a collaborative effort, let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. And um, then I, I was in charge of molding the days and yeah. putting the music together for the days. And I think that, I, that okay, that part is an art form, you know. It is. To be able to, to make it make sense when you're playing music so on a radio stage. What kind of things do you think about when organizing that? Oh, man. That's like a good question. Where's somebody going to be at at 4 p.m.? To, uh, to me, music, was, is, is, it's, there's, a, there's a big psychological bent to music and, and scheduling music. Um, people feel different Friday at 5 than they do Monday or Tuesday at 9 a.m. Right. And so they feel different on the weekends than they do on Thursday. Right. I mean, it's it just you try to make it make sense and you try to figure out what people are doing during the week and where they are or they may be mentally to me. So Time of the year. Oh, absolutely. Music means more. You'll hear a song and it'll take you mentally where, where you were in the fall of whatever year. Right. So that, that kind of stuff blends you try to do that, I think, with music when you're scheduling music. Why does this song smell like Grandma's house? Exactly. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So, what was the big difference though between scheduling Top Forty Radio and then Smart FM, which was classics, the hits? Well, the last the, the, just years. the volume of of stuff that you have. Uh, doing a Top Forty Radio station, which I did most of my career, and you're scheduling music for that, you are targeted with a certain amount of music. What we did with Smart was it was every bit of music, <laughs> pretty much, <laughs> that you had to choose from. Anything from Earth, Wind, and Fire to uh, Coldplay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, years didn't, it, it was decades of music to choose from. So you got to pick and choose the best of the best. Right. But still, I ran it through that filter of, does this make sense at this point? Right. Does the, Do these two blend? Well, and you know, also, things like that. those songs, you also get to pick, uh, they, they were tested by time. Right. So the the songs that are sticking around at that point, those are hits. Those are great tunes. Right. And with a with a station like that though, with uh, Smart, you could you could go a little deeper. Too. I was actually going to bring that up. You guys were were you were famous for the B-side tracks. Yeah. D dig a little deeper on them. Everybody knows the hits off of a certain album. Mm -hmm. Don't stop 
Believe. All right, that's not. So journey. If you take that from journey, chances are they also purchased that album at some point. Right. But they don't get to hear on the radio deeper cuts from that all the time. So you just dig and find those and throw them. I'm gonna poke you. Give me an example of a deeper cut from a journey that I that you'd put on Smart FM. <laughs> uh, and then, Jax, I'm gonna need you to YouTube this. Well, I mean, uh, you know, lights is certainly was that was a hit. But um, is that what you put on Smart FM? We we would play just about everything from that album. So I think Journey's like the most overplayed band of all time, probably right. because of Don't Stop Believing. It's in any any sports movie, anything. So Jackson's pulling that up in a second here. <laughs> I want to see. Lights was also a hit, so that's. Uh, oh, it was. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't know anything. It was about... a rock. More of a more of a rock. I'm hit. sure somebody listening to this is like, you don't know lights. Of course you know lights. You're gonna hear it. You're gonna know lights. When the lights go down in my city. I'm not gonna sing it. Uh, yeah, Rick, there's a reason I just played the music. You're, and not sing you're it. gonna have to sing it a little bit better than that for me, Rick. For ah. me to know what it is. <laughs> Jackson. He's giving us the one second. Oh, we're getting we're getting YouTube ads. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> well, this this song will play after fifteen seconds, so stick around for this. Uh, you're not getting the real ad. I mean, you've heard this one a million times too, probably. I heard there was a secret court. What is this? Lights by Journey. I mean, I know it's lights. Sorry, but oh, whoa, whoa. yeah, yeah. Oh, this is a great song. So that's not necessarily a deep track. But it's not the first song you think of when you think of Journey. Maybe not when you think of Journey, but for me, that was one of one of the songs I loved from them, from the uh, 70... Man, you have Jack, the li- Jackson, you, have you really just brought that in and took it away, didn't you? You just brought... You just, I'm, I'm scared of the copyright I attacks. Didn't, I didn't yeah, get... do you have the year on that? 78? 78, yeah. Oh, right yes. Wow. Thank you. Okay, so... Just so everybody knows, if you subscribe to LAS Plus, you're going to get the exclusive bonus post-show interview with Rick Swan after this. Yeah. We're going to hang out for 20 minutes, and we are going to play a game, and I'm going to quiz you on your music knowledge. Go for it. Okay. Go for it. Go- wow. The confidence is just oozing out of your headphones right now. Um, we're- <laughs> J- Jackson, I-, I told you we'd come up with the game. I just came up with it for our post-show. Boom. Found it. Easy. Yep. We're going we're gonna to put... put- Rick against me on what year certain songs came out. Can I bet on this? Um, Can I bet that Rick will win? You have to give me some songs I'm going to know, though. You okay, ha- fine. Like, you have to, like, maybe pick a few that would be Rick and a few that would be me and then a few that would be iffy between the two of us. Okay, I can, sure. I can throw something together. If we could All do right. that, maybe like uh, like nine nine total, three, three, and three, something like that. Sure, just in case there's some tiebreakers. Maybe 12. Right. Yeah, all right. Well, yeah. 12 would be, That's we, a could, long we could end in a tie. We could. And then at that point, how do we break the tie? Arm wrestle. Arm wrestle? Well, I'm definitely not going to win that. So um, I hate I hate that idea. <laughs> Stick around for the LAS uh, or for the, the post show. Yeah. One more stories post show on LAS Plus. Uh, if you subscribe, we're going to see you over there. But this is not the end of the episode. So don't stop listening right now. That's just an idea I was having. I want to continue down the path that we were going down of Rick's journey to become Rick. And I didn't tie in journey. On purpose oh, there. Oh, I see what you did I, there. I, it was an accident. Uh, I didn't mean to tie happy accident. again. Happy accidents happen all the time here. Yeah. Uh, so so let's go back to Schulte and Swan now. Yeah. The end of Schulte and Swan when you decided that it was time for you to switch over to to a different thing. What was that decision like? That was, uh, it just came about when they were working, we were working on the new station, the different station. Mm-hmm. And... Um, 
it just kind of gravitated to that. Um, I was helping out with some music ideas. The thought was maybe, maybe we'll move you over there, kind of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, run that for a little bit as far as mm-hmm. music and all that stuff. And it was, you know, probably time to do that. So, well, I mean, so you left the morning show, and then just two years later, my dad left the morning yeah. show. It just kind of always coming to a close. Right. Um, We've been together a, a long time. That doesn't happen in radio very, very much. You lasted longer than most married couples. Yeah, and we were afforded that opportunity by the ownership of the station, by the leadership of the station. Yep. Who believed in us enough to put us in that position right. and to support us. Right. All that time, they didn't certainly didn't have to. Right. Um, and gave us the freedom to do that sort of stuff. Yep. And trusted us to do it, and we we uh, wrapped our arms around that opportunity and went with it yeah that said there are plenty of really good morning show teams out there that don't for some reason or another stay together that long Mm -hmm. somebody gets a job offer they move on whatever it might be Mm -hmm. egos might get in the way somewhere people are trying to pick you guys off too people were trying to steal you from there people were trying to see my dad from there but you guys decided to stay yeah that never uh, that never we we enjoyed each other's company we enjoyed being together and what we had frankly yeah um, radio changed a lot during that time. Of course. And we were... It's been 22 years. Everything changes a lot, right? We were fortunate enough to be in that position where um, it felt like a family. And we knew yeah. we were appreciated. And it was just really, really a good time. Right. You were getting paid more than money. Um, oh, yeah. It was, heck yeah. It was fulfilling as hell. And, right. And, and that family aspect really did ring true. Right. You know, that was yeah. really cool. And I felt like I I would just show up at the building and all the the whole staff would treat me so well. Everybody, like Mo Holland. Yeah, Mo. Um, love Mo. Love Mo Holland. Uh, there's incredible people. Kelly Lala. Love Kelly Lala. God, I love Kelly Lala. Love you them know? all. I love them all. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, I saw Chris Jackson just the other day, actually. Yeah. He, he was the, the PD when I was there. He came to our LAS live recording. Awesome. So great to see Chris. But, but let's go back even further to... Um, the middle of Schulte and Swan. The middle, okay. The middle, okay, right. because in the span of a 22-year period, at some point you were like, holy shit, we've been doing this for 15 years. Yeah. Was there never a point where you were like, ah, what's the next thing? You know, that, that thought had to have come and gone. Yeah, I mean, there, there's, there's a point in time where you have to mix it up because it's getting not, I, won't, I don't want to say stale, but you, you get into a rut, you know, mm-hmm. like a, that's a good a, word for it. A marriage or a relationship too can get right. into the rut. So you mix that up. Right. We were fortunate. We uh, touched on this earlier. So we how were, how did you spice up the sex life of the morning show? <laughs> I don't want you to ever say that again. <laughs> ever. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That was. Uh. I. It's where my head went, and I'm so sorry. I just, uh, <laughs> you know. uh, well, we were fortunate enough to have people come and go. Yeah, I'm gonna unsay Thank you for unsaying that. I rewound it. Yeah. Uh, uh, we. <laughs> it's still rattled. <laughs> we were fortunate to have the other people that joined the show come in right. at different times. Right. I guess, okay, so you kind of answered that before then. You said yeah. that's kind of what kept it going was just, I mean, yes, it was always Scott and Rick, but the the supporting players were constantly changing and refreshing things. Yeah, that would change a lot, and uh, that's very helpful. Uh, the way you deliver the show changes a lot. Mm-hmm. That's helpful, too. So how'd you start? How did this? How did Schulte and Swans begin? 
How'd it begin? Yes, the beginning of Schulte and Swan on Z102.9. Boy, okay, you're going going back in time. Yep. Can, can I have my hair back? Your hair, yes. Because I really like my hair. You can. By it's, the way, your beard looks very full and amazing. Thank okay. you very much. That's kind of. I think that's the. It fell from the top of my head down. It must have, but because yeah. it looks fantastic, and and right. like if if my if the top of my head, which is also thinning, yeah. looked as good as your chin does, man, I'd be I'd be. Well, with shape. your genes, chances are. I know my dad's uh, a very boy. Man I don't want to. I don't want to alarm you, but. Wait, wait are you yeah. what, what are you trying to say, Rick? Nothing. Um, so go, <laughs> going back to you know my uncles on my mom's side, all my uncles have huge noses. And they they tormented me as a child. They're like, "You're gonna get the Del Valle nose. You're gonna get the big nose. It's gonna happen one of these days." Yep. And it never happened. It never freaking. I'm so like it was one of the biggest reliefs of my life because well, they tortured me with it. Yeah. See, when and I then, was when I was a child that was just becoming self aware. What? <laughs> I went to my mother, <laughs> and I said, "Hey, I just heard that. Uh, I think that if you're." Your hair is due to like your mom's side. Right. Yes. And my mom went, you poor thing. Oh, no. Because <laughs> all the men on her side are bald. She was great at the one-liner like that. Oh, oh, you poor thing. Oh, you poor thing. And she, she was right. She told you all you needed to know. That's in it. Those three words. Yeah. Yeah. I, see, I heard that too. And my grandpa, Balo, on my on my mom's side, has a full head of hair still. There you go. So maybe. And he's like 80. Yeah. All right. Well, no, not maybe. It's going already. It's thinning. It's happening. Hold on to it. <laughs> hold on to that hand. I'm not supposed to touch it. That makes it come out quicker. <laughs> no. Anyway. All right. Back to 95. Yes. How, 95. Where are, we, where are we beginning? Was it just like, hey, NSYNC Boy. is coming out. We got to team up. I was doing the afternoon show or the midday show. I can't remember. On uh, by, by the way, at this point, it was not Z102.9. Yeah. It was Key 103. You're right. Right. Yeah, I'm, because I'm, not, I'm trying to remember the time. Some of this is fuzzy. Yeah, you got to give me a pass on okay, this. Okay, no, absolutely. This is. A I long think at time the ago. time it was. You guys, you're were, right. It was Q103. It was Q103, and yeah. then you guys changed to a country station, to Max Max 102.9. That was a fun era. At, for about two years, right? Yeah. And then you switched over. <laughs> we to, rode horses, me and your dad. I remember. I went to the oh, radio boy. one time. I got a love letter from Leanne Rhymes. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. You guys. Uh, we you, had fun during that time. That, that was a blast. Yeah. I loved country music during that time. Um, now I hate it. So you're right. It was Q103. And I was doing Boy. either af- afternoons. Yeah. That was with Scott and Gail. Oh. Um. And and I don't think your dad was full time. Maybe he was teaching also he, at yeah, the time. Yeah. He was teaching at Metro yeah. High School. All right. And for some reason or another, uh, he we needed to put together the morning show again. Mm-hmm. And I remember Rob and I, we were out. Rob was the owner of the yeah, station, for yeah. those that don't know. Yep. We were outside. Well, one, the, one of the two, him and uh, Elliot. Elliot. We were out back at the radio station one day, and we were talking about that because I believe at that time I was program director and doing afternoon drive i'll just say it <laughs> it was afternoon drive i'm not oh. who knows what time it was <laughs> that i was on uh probably after and we were talking about we're just speculating what should we do with this this morning show <clears throat> and at, at one point he just goes how about you and i went well i've never rob, rob said that yeah and i went i've never i've filled in on morning shows but i've never done it how old were you time. in 95 when this is coming to fruition 30 34 
something like that. Cool. Um, I said I've filled in at morning shows at different places, but uh, you know, I've critiqued morning shows. But I, you know, mm-hmm. he goes, "Well, what, what about giving that a shot with Scott?" And I, at that point, I don't think I knew your dad that well. Mm-hmm. I had passed him in the hallway a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And I went, well, you know, he's he's the guy. To, you got to have him. <laughs> you know. And I went, "Sure, <laughs> let's give it a try." And next thing you know, we're we're doing it. Man. So. So it was kind of like a. Rob had a way of seeing that too. Yeah, yeah. You know, just let's just throw these that's just one example. dummies together, and, and it worked. And it worked. It worked yeah. really well yeah. for a long time. Right. So before that, though, so it's funny because um, I'm going to get really fuzzy here. Jim, I because I just you're I, having me remember '95. I'm a long trying. Time ago. I'm trying to pry stories out of you that I already know sometimes yeah. here, and and I know for a fact that I just want you to hear you tell. How you got into radio in the first place? I just kind of fell into it, you know. How? Because I I know for a fact that you tried really hard to get a radio job. Oh, you want to know that? Almost to the point of stalking someone. Where that got that story? Yeah, there was a station that I really wanted to work at, that I grew up listening to. Not here, but in another in Ohio. In Ohio, but there was a station. <laughs> That, you you know, you grow up listening to it. Like someone would grow up listening to Z. Yep. You know, right now. I really wanted to work there. Mm-hmm. So bad. And they were about an hour away from where I was living. And I kept calling the, the guy uh, that was hiring, you know, the program director there. And he's like, ah, you know, I don't know. It's, uh, you know, it's a long time, long way away, whatever. And I would send tapes in and, you know, that sort of stuff. And it was the same thing. It would be like, you live too far away, um, um, really. But, you know, good luck and blah, blah, blah. I wish you the best. And I went, well, fine. I'll just show up there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very George Costanza move. <laughs> yeah, I would I would listen. And whenever he was on doing something, I would just drive over there. Oh, that's brilliant. And I'd just wave. I wouldn't, I wouldn't stalk him, per, per se, but I would just let him see me. <laughs> that I... It's not that far away. I can get here. And so I did that for a while. And I just kept calling and calling and calling. And finally, he brought me in. He went, all right, I'm going to give you a chance on the weekends, overnights. But if you're ever late. Wow. (laughs) And I was never late. Never. I showed up way early every time. Just in case. So that was that. how old were you when that happened? You were young. Teen, 19. Eight, yeah. Something like that. Wow. Something like that, and <laughs> see that's so, that's like prodigy stuff right there. That's like you don't see that drive. I would never do that. I would never do that. That's so cool. For some reason, I just wouldn't take no for an answer there, and just I did the weekend overnights for a long time, and and then it just kind of turned into the night show, and then afternoons, and then I was music director at this station that was huge. I mean that that was you know a huge station at at the time. And, yeah. Kind of made that happen. So, what an accomplishment, you know. And that, and would you say that that decision to not stalk him, but to be there where he is? I think uh, uh, that turned the snowballed. tide. That turned the tide. Yeah. When he got a kick out of it, anyway. Who wouldn't? Yeah. Who wouldn't w- want to hire somebody who wants to work there that badly? Right. You know. So, you know you're going to get great work out of that person. That and Z are the two stations that I really think are were career tent poles for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, the two pillars, <clears throat> excuse me. That was the, the first one where I learned 
pretty much everything I learned there. But to be able to come out here and apply all that and learn more mm-hmm. uh, in this situation was was great. Yeah, and you can, you just continue to A lot excel. of people don't get that chance once. I got it twice. So to I'm, start. Something else I'm thankful for. Yeah. Hey, look at that. Yeah. That's the big thing right there. Um, well, actually, you know what? I think we do have some time left. I want to go back even further in your life. Okay. Did you always want to be in radio? No. Um, what did you want to be as a kid? Third baseman for the Reds. The Cincinnati Reds, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So I, was, I, I told I was you sure I was going to do that. I told you that, that the coach asked me to move down a grade for my baseball team. <laughs> how, how was your young baseball career? I was sure that was going to happen. Nope. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, I did. I had I mean, no, I had no, no talent. Um, but you know, when you're a little kid, that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. The only really other thing, <clears throat> sorry, was. Um, at one point, I thought uh, firefighter would be good, mm. and I got to do here in Cedar Rapids, part of uh, what we were doing on the air here uh, with your dad. I got to be a part of the, the Citizens Fire Academy. What's that? <clears throat> like, I believe they still do it. I'm not sure. It's like a volunteer fireman. No, it's a it's a week long event where you can you sign up and you can go. I don't know if they're still doing it, but they were doing it at the time, and you can learn some of the ins and outs of firefighting. Mm. And I believe the police do that as well. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Citizens Fire Academy. I believe that's the name of it. You anyway. All of us could probably take a class or two about how to fight a fire. Well, uh, that was, you know, uh, that was an intense week. And you can do as much or, or as little as you want to do. Uh, there's there was some book, some book learning <laughs> along the way, but you also got I get to do things like um, I want to say, you know, we, we got to put out fires of some sort. I mean, not you know, um, there was some hands on activity. Cool. I got you to do CDR? enough. Uh, that might have been part of it. Got to do it there, to stay alive. There Sorry. was one thing. Yes, you're right. First, there, I was afraid. I was petrified. That's not staying alive. Isn't it? No, that's I will survive. Oh. Yeah. No, you're supposed to do it to I will survive. Ah, 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 ah. Staying alive. Staying alive. Yes, you, you were singing I will survive. You're right. You're right. I'm always right with music. Yes. that's fa- And we're going to find out that again in the <laughs> LAS post show. I'm just or kidding. Or the uh, One More Story That was very cocky, and I, don't, I didn't mean to be cocky. As you are now. I didn't mean to be. Uh, I, this well, is anyway. a side we never see. I bring on the cockiness. <laughs> Only in music. Your, but middle, anyway. your middle name is Freakin'. You can be whatever you want. That's right. Anyway, that week showed me that I made the right decision to get into radio. <laughs> because there was, enough, there was enough thank things you. with uh, being a firefighter that I, I totally respect everything they do. But I, I went, I, that, I chose wisely because. Yeah, no thanks. You know, that's, that's a tough job. Yeah, and we're I thank, can't I'm thankful. Speaking of thankfulness. There's another one. Thankful for every. Everyone that does that, or, or mm-hmm. police, or emergency responders, they do amazing work. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. We're thankful um, for all of them. So, firefighter, what, what, what were you for, like, Halloween? Were you always, like, a Reds player? No, I grew up in the time where you had the masks where you couldn't see, so you would just yeah. kind of run around. Uh, I don't really remember. Do you remember any of your Halloween costumes from your kids, your childhood? It was whatever mask they gave me. <laughs> and we would just run through the neighborhood. paper bag on. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Back then, we were just trying to find the houses that had the popcorn balls. 
you know, that word word spread. Oh. Hey, they got real. They yeah, got yeah. real candy. They know? made it homemade. Yeah, that might have stuff. drugs in it. No. Go there. <laughs> I never thought of that. Well, that's the thing is like now you never take candy from people who don't. It's not wrapped up. Right. I, I guess. Right, right, Which right. Which stinks though because even even in the 90s when I was trick-or-treating, I remember going to houses and they'd be like, they'd bring out a sheet of cookies. Be like, awesome. What was great. your Halloween costume? Uh, I was always either the Red Power Ranger or Batman. It just kind of alternated between the two. And then I started being football players. I was I was Terrell Davis. The right. running back for the uh, Denver Bron- Broncos, Broncos yeah. back in the day. My my friend Mitchell was uh, Brett Favre, you know. Neat. I think we were a Jedi one year. It's good that you remembered that. Yeah, right. I <laughs> I remember these things. I don't know. They, I compartmentalize. Yeah. Those are big memories for me. Yeah. Maybe Halloween was... Uh, I just can't believe you don't remember, like, everything <clears throat> you were for Halloween, because I remember, like, all of it. As a kid, no. Uh, we dressed up a lot at the at the, at Z for Halloween. Yes, you did. For the I, last I was I was Santana Claus one year. Santana Claus. <laughs> That's so stupid too. I know. That's so dumb. I uh I, I had the Santa pants yeah, and how do you Santana do this? on top. And I played keyboards. Right, that's Santana. Yeah. Right, that's Santana. Um I don't think I have anything else. No. I think we covered every bit of it. You don't want to talk about anything else, okay? Well, right. is there anything you want to talk about? I can't think of anything. I'm just saying, I'm I'm like a goalie. I'm I'm knocking things you back re- at you. You really are. No, and you're doing a great job. There's that music. Yeah, play me off. Um, Rick Swan, Alex A. Schulte. Thank you, Alex so, Schulte. Thank you so much for joining me on One Word Stories. Thank you very much for inviting me and. Uh, I'm very thankful for it. I'm thankful for you. I love you so much. Love you, man. And um, and I can't wait to eat a bunch of food with you on Thursday. Let's do that. For Thanksgiving. And then let's get this other show together, and let's that'll be this, a fun, lot of fun. Let's do it. Let's right. do it. Um, it. Hey, listeners, Rick and I are going to keep hanging out. We're going we're gonna to play a game. We're going to pin Rick and I against each other in a, in a battle of wit. Not real. Well, knowledge on when songs came out and what the song title is. Wit and, is usually oh, plural. I can tell you, it's very 80s based. <sighs> I wasn't, a lot of I, softballs for you, though, Alex. Wasn't alive in the 80s. Okay, that's fine. Well, we're going to find out who can win between Rick and I. It's so going to be You me. weren't alive in the 80s? I was. I was born in 91. Man. I'm sorry. My socks what? came from the 80s, so I'm worried today. <laughs> Those will see great socks. God. Holy shit. What, what kind of socks do you have? Where can I buy socks like that? <laughs> my speakers are from the 80s, and they still work great. My, awesome. My TV. Uh, anyway, so uh, if you want to support this show, if you want to, if you want to get access to that LAS Plus, uh, which has the One Word Stories bonus show, get access to merch, ad-free episodes, exclusive content. Subscribe to LAS Plus. Go to laspodcastnetwork.com/plus to get started. It's it's ten bucks. You're supporting local. You're being a good Samaritan. It's it's good stuff. Yeah. Um, this show comes out every single Wednesday. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you find your podcast. Give me good reviews. Do it, please. I'm begging you. I need them. Uh, Rick. Thanks, Alex. We'll have to have you back sometime on One Word Stories, but we'll definitely be getting together again for a Schulte and Swan podcast. That was fun. Coming soon. All right, everybody. uh, Drink your Ovaltine. Okay.
Mango Mustache Media.